Welcome to the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions, a leading source for interprofessional collaboration to improve health. Useful insights about publishing in this organization's Journal of Allied Health can be found in a top podcast series featuring episodes narrated by its editor, Dr. Thomas Elwood. Listeners not only will obtain valuable information about transformational developments in the wider world of journal publications, but also views on peer review and reasons why manuscripts either are accepted or rejected. So listen, learn, and enjoy. Welcome to a series of podcasts based on editorials that were published between 2008 and 2020 in the Journal of Allied Health. These items are a companion piece to a book in both print and ebook formats that is entitled From Fish to Philosopher. The editorials represent an effort to convey how the journal continues to evolve from one quarterly issue to the next by reflecting changing sets of circumstances during that time period. The intended audience consists of prospective authors who consider submitting manuscripts to the Journal of Allied Health. They will have an opportunity to learn about some inner workings of this publication. A second group comprises readers and listeners with a broad interest in the universe of professional periodicals who may benefit by learning more about various topics such as open access, impact factors, gender-related issues, predatory journals, and replicability. Episode 35, Spring 2019 Issue, The Road to Publication, Behind the Editorial Scene. Once an article is submitted, a cascade of email messages flows during the weeks that follow. Initially, each lead author is required to have the manuscript pass a quality control checkpoint to enable it to be assigned to reviewers. The first criterion is that an author's letter must be filed, signifying that the paper has not been published elsewhere, nor is it under consideration by any other publication. Next, the blinded file must include an abstract. The unblinded file needs the abstract and the names of the authors and their affiliations. Authors who pass the checkpoint are sent a message notifying them that the article was forwarded to reviewers. Failure to pass it results in a message requesting that required information be provided. Typically for each manuscript, three reviewers are invited to conduct a review. If not enough of them are available, a message is sent to the lead author with a request to provide the names of colleagues at other institutions who will be invited to do a review. That step entails sending invitation messages to three or four different individuals. Almost every article will generate comments from reviewers in the form of recommendations to make necessary alterations and improvements. Authors are requested to send a revised manuscript aimed at incorporating what reviewers specified. The ensuing revision is sent to reviewers. Occasionally, one of them will ask, Why am I being requested to review an article that I just reviewed? A message then must be sent to clarify that the article has undergone a revision and no longer remains what originally was reviewed. Approximately 6 in 10 submissions are accepted for publication. Afterwards, authors want to know in which upcoming issue a request that sets in motion a message to the publisher 
in a return message to the author. It was not so long ago that all this correspondence took place using regular mail and fax messages. Metal filing cabinets were at risk of bursting from their voluminous contents. Hence, the internet has proven to be a much valued asset in the life of periodicals. Journal imperfections. Journals serve as important vehicles for the accumulation and dissemination of knowledge. Advances in healthcare stem from the results of clinical trial used by clinicians, patients, and policymakers to make informed choices about the benefits and safety of interventions. Sharing the methods and results of all trials has long been recognized as an ethical and scientific imperative by the World Health Organization and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Yet, methods and results of completed clinical trials commonly go unreported. Discrepancies between pre-specified and reported outcomes are an important and prevalent source of bias in clinical trials. Scientific research commonly falls short of the ideal in both design and reporting, sometimes as a consequence of unavoidable practical issues. Ideally, methodological shortcomings should be disclosed in a paper, and additional design and reporting flaws should be discussed in correspondence after publication during the process of post-publication peer review. Extensive anecdotal evidence reveals, however, that this ideal is not met. Methodological shortcomings go undisclosed. Correspondence raising legitimate criticisms is rejected by journal editors, and engagement by scientists after concerns are raised is not always constructive. Researchers commonly make incorrect statements about correct trial reporting. Recurring themes characterize their responses when their work is criticized, some of which fall short of the scientific ideal. Plan S. The editorial appearing in the winter 2018 issue of the Journal of Allied Health indicated that European research funding organizations and charitable foundations in 13 countries had unveiled a radical open access initiative called Plan S that might change science publishing dramatically. It mandated that beginning in 2020, scientists funded by these entities must make resulting papers free to read immediately upon publication. As later reported in the journal Science, only 15% of nearly 6,000 open access scientific journals fully meet the draft requirements of Plan S. More recently, a concern was expressed that the architects of Plan S have not consulted broadly with researchers, editors, and leaders of scientific societies to obtain their views of how devastating this plan might be for the very organizations that support researchers and their disciplines. The financial implications also could be quite serious. For example, to convert a hybrid journal into a fully open access OA, publication can be expensive for a scientific society because journal subscriptions are suddenly canceled at year's end. Open access revenue starts to build over the following year but salaries and other web hosting and archival fees need to be paid continually. This editorial has four references. First, lead author Goldacre, G-O-L-D-A-C-R-E. 
compliance with requirement to report results on the EU Clinical Trials Register cohort study and web resource. It appeared in the journal BMJ 2018, volume 362, K3218, published September 12, 2018. Second, Goldacre again, G-O-L-D-A-C-R-E. Compare qualitative analysis of researchers' responses to critical correspondence on a cohort of 58 misreported trials. It appeared in the journal Trials in 2019. Volume 20 was published on February 14th of 2019 on page 118. Third, news at a glance. Open access journals fall short. Appeared in the journal Science, volume 363, issue 6426 on February 1st, 2019, and it's on pages 434 to 436. Fourth, McNutt, M-C-N-U-T-T. Opinion, Plan S falls short for society publishers and for the researchers they serve. It appeared in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, Engineering and Medicine of the USA. It's in volume 116, number 7, on February 12, 2019. It's on pages 2400 to 2403. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more about the Association of Schools Advancing Health Professions at ASAHP.org.